Good morning, everyone. You know, the title is The Shotgun, and by all rights, I probably should say it's the parable of the shotgun. Just for some clarity of that. Before I get started, I'm going to read a poem by Paul Gilbert. I've I've shared this with quite a few people before, but I, I think it's prevalent with what I'm going to be doing today. It says, you are writing a gospel, a chapter each day, by the deeds that you do, by the words that you say. Men read what you write, whether it's faithless or true. Say, what's the gospel according to you? I'm going to share a little bit of the gospel according to me. Um, Before I get started, I'd like to ask God to kind of calm my nerves and Give me a little bit of um, peace during this process. <laughs> so our most gracious this Heavenly Father, I come before you. ask that you will touch me with your spirit. And I ask that everyone is here will not hear my words, but hear your words. Whether it's coming through me or coming through you. Whichever way works best. The doors, you, you have better ways of doing that than what I do. But I ask that you speak to everybody here as I share what you have shared with me in Jesus' name. Gloria and I I went last year during the summer, we went on a, a little road trip. During that road trip, we went back to Missouri to visit some friends of ours, uh, Bob and Becky. Now, while we were with them, we were several different locations. But they have, uh, they have two sons, two daughters. One of the daughters is married to a very nice young man. And his dad, we got a chance to meet. Uh, Noah was his name. Well, he was moving. Uh, some, uh, he's building a house and moving down into the same uh, area that Bob and Becky are living in. So he is in the process of <clears throat> loading and unloading, you know, hauling material. And he was uh, unloading uh, some trucks. So Bob and Becky and Gloria and I went to help him do some unloading from some of his material. In that <clears throat> process, he had, a, he had a gun safe. It was... <clears throat> so I was... <clears throat> Fortunate to help him unload that gun safe from the truck to where he was putting that. And trust me, I know some of you have moved pianos. Well, this gun safe was about the equivalent of a piano. <laughs> it was very heavy, in other words. Quite, quite large and would hold quite a few guns. And he was sharing with me that uh, he got a lot of these guns from his dad who has passed, and he had already given 20 guns each to his two sons, so his 40 guns that he's already given away. And I thought that was kind of interesting. He said his dad was quite an avid uh, shooter. He liked to shoot trap, and anybody knows you've got to do a lot of 
practiced to get good at it, and he said he was quite good at it. So he was, he was involved with guns, and he had quite a few of them. In the process in doing that, I was helping him <clears throat> fill the gun safe up with a lot of the guns that were in other areas to taking them and put them in there, and he happened to have a double-barrel shotgun. And I looked at it, I said, that reminds me of uh, <clears throat> my brother's shotgun. He used, my brother used to do a lot of bird hunting. And I said, he found that a double-barrel over-and-under shotgun worked best for him in harvesting quail, which is what he basically liked to hunt mostly. So <clears throat> handed, and I went and got some more, and I brought it back. And then when I brought these others back, he said, here. He said, this is yours. I said, What? I said, you know, I can't explain how it made me feel. I mean, it, it, caused, it stirred up a lot of emotion in me that I don't normally have. And because of that emotion, it made me, I figure God was trying to tell me something. You know, because normally I wouldn't get the emotion. But during the concert, I said, you know, let me pay for it. And he said, no, you're not going to pay for it because you'll take my blessing away. I thought, oh, that really, really affected me. So I thought I was going to share this with you. And, and, and during the process of sharing, I thought I was going to tell you how much started out looking at how much blessing it was for the giver and the receiver. You know, because... As in the deal, you know, it talks about how many people, all the angels are, you know, joyful in heaven when somebody repents and somebody's being saved. In other words, somebody has received the gift of salvation. It causes all the angels in heaven to rejoice. And being somebody who has received salvation and realizes what a blessing it is to receive that, vow, that you know, blessing of salvation. I was going to talk about all the joy involved in the giving and taking of gifts. But God said, no, that isn't what I want you to talk about. He said, what do you want to do with that gift? He said, that's what I want you to talk about. The gift that you have received, what do you want to do? So, a gun is to be used, the shotgun, each gun has a different purpose. The shotgun is usually used to harvest birds. So, you receive that. Are you going to use that shotgun to harvest birds? Or are you going to set it up on the wall and everybody comes in your house and says, look at this gift I got. Look how great and marvelous and how fantastic this is or are you going to put it in a safe cover it up never draw it out again and never use it until you pass away and it goes to your sons so which he says God said which is it are you going to brag about this gift that you got and how great it is and not use it because you don't want to dirty it and you don't want to have to 
do the responsibility of keeping it in good shape and cleaning it and everything. You're just going to hang it up there and let everybody see it like a certificate of graduation from a college university or something. He said, are you going to use it? Are you going to bury it? And that brought to mind a lot of different verses. And I want to share some of your verses, then I'll, then I'll kind of let you know what I got out of this parable that God has placed in front of me. First uh, Thessalonians 3.10 For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Well, I wanted to pay for it because that was kind of in the back of my mind when he wanted to give it to me, so I wanted to pay for it. Okay. Acts 20.35 I have shown you I have shown you, I have every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, when he told me that not to take his blessing away, that's where he was getting that at. Another thing I thought about is Luke 15. 4 through 32, and I'm only going to read Luke 15, 10. Likewise, I say to you, there is more joy in the presence of angels over one sinner who repents. Luke eleven thirteen. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. 1 Corinthians 12.1 Now concerning spiritual gifts, brother, I do not want you to be ignorant. Going down to verse 4 and 12. 12.4 There are diversities of gifts, but one same Spirit. 12, 7 of 1 Corinthians. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And I got another quote out of here. It's out of the New Living Testimony. It's 12, 25. It says, This makes for harmony among the members so that all members care for each other equally. And I'll go back to Matthew 9.37. When he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. There, there are other, I'm not good at reading. I had a lot of other scriptures that kind of God kind of put in front of me when I was doing this. But these were kind of the main ones. But, you know, you're not supposed to eat unless you work. That was the first one that really struck, you know, that's the reason I wanted to pay for this instead of receiving. And it made me think, you know, what about the gift of the Holy Spirit? 
How many times do we feel like we don't deserve that gift, and so we find reasons not to take it? There's a lot of people that are lost because they have reasons for not taking it. They think it's too good to be true, whatever the reason, you know. So that's on them. And then it's more blessed to give than to receive. Well, I should be giving something. And God said, you know, you can't give anything unless you have it to give. Like this gentleman had tons of guns to give. And I asked him why he didn't, why he didn't sell them. He said, no, my dad enjoyed them, and he wanted them to go to people who are going to enjoy them. And I'm thinking about Christ. He has salvation to give us, and he wants that salvation. He has paid for our salvation by the cross. And he wants us to enjoy that, and he's not charging us anything for it. He's, it's already paid for. Already paid for. He wants us to enjoy it. And the joy, like, <clears throat> likewise, I say to you, you know, there is joy in the, in the presence of the angels over one sinner. How much joy does he have? How much sadness does he have when we reject it? When you have somebody that you love, spouse, children, relative, brother, sister, and you have a present you want to give them, and you give it to them, and they throw it away, or they reject it. It's kind of like I was sharing this morning. Uh, uh, there, there was this 18-year-old girl, and her dad was rich, and bought her, for her 18th birthday, brought her a brand-new Lotus car, very expensive sports car, bought it for her. It was colored black. She drives it into the lake. And Dad said, well, why did you do that? She said, I didn't like the color. How many of us kindly treat the gift of the Holy Spirit the same way? I thought, you know, I can look at myself. There's, there's times when God gave me some things and I kindly rejected them for whatever reason. It didn't suit my fancy at the time. Or I didn't want the responsibility. You know, a lot of these different, lot, I can come up with a lot of different reasons for doing that, and it's a shame that I can. <laughs> but that's just, that's me. That's on me. You got, uh, if you then, being evil, know how to good gifts to your children, how much more do your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? I, I thought it was kind of interesting. He said, to those who ask Him. And I think, how many times do we ask? There's another place that says, you know, you don't get because you don't ask. So he... First Corinthians... Don't want you to be ignorant. There's a lot of different gifts out there for all of us. And they're all there for each of us to profit from and for everybody else to profit from. And this makes for harmony among the members so that all members care for each other equally. And the harvest is great.
The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers few. What are the tools, Christ says, what are the tools that the laborers need to harvest? He says, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's the tools that he has given us to use to harvest those who are lost. And if we don't harvest those who are lost, how sad will everybody in the heavens be? How sad will Christ be? How sad will God be? How joyful will he be if we use that tool that he has given us for the purpose that he gave it to us? That's the understanding that God gave me with a gift of a shotgun. It's there, the gift of the shotgun. I may never use that because I'm not, you know, I go hunting and haven't shot anything for years, but I still go. And it makes me, and he says, how many, how many times have you gone hunting for souls and never got one? How, how many times have you not used the gift I have given you to harvest? And he says, how many times have you not asked for that gift to harvest? I want to close now. With that question, what are we doing with the gift that God has given us for the purpose that he gave it to us for? How many of us hang it on the wall to show how proud we are that we got it? And how many of us are burying it in a safe where it will never see the daylight again? And what is it that God wants us to do with it? Let's see what the order of things are now. I think it's time for the closing song.